my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Entrepreneurs know some of the most challenging times when starting a business are at the beginning. At Genesis, they've harnessed all that beginning excitement into the first ever electrified GV70, featuring the silhouette of a coupe and the capability of an SUV. Learn more at genesis.com. Genesis, keep beginning. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. This show is all about celebrating the most extraordinary superwomen who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Okay, so speaking of glamour, today we're going to change things up just a little bit. And instead of interviewing a guest about their climb to the top, I'm going to dive into the most glamorous night of the year in New York City. I should say the most glamorous fashion night of the year and dive into all things Met Gala. So much good fashion. It's impossible to cover all of it, but I'm definitely going to try and squeeze as much in as I can because I want to talk about my favorites. And also it was paying homage to my all-time favorite designer, Mr. Karl Lagerfeld, who has since passed. And if you haven't heard of him, he was the creative director for Chanel forever. Honestly, as long as I remember. And before that, Chloe. And simultaneously while doing Chanel, he was also doing Fendi. So here to help talk all things fashion is my pro producer. I like to call her my family, not by blood, Mary Elizabeth. And I'm so excited to jump into what I call the Oscars of fashion. So let's get right into it. 
Well, hi, Rachel. Oh, hey, Em. Thanks for having me to talk about... Oh, stop. You can't get rid of me. The first Monday of May, the Met Gala. For those of you that don't know when you do here, I call her Emmy and I will refer to her as that by accident a few times. That's fine. That's code for Mary Elizabeth. <laughs> Mary has worked with me for 10 years, actually almost 10 and a half now. That's right. And when I started, Skylar was not even two years old. So getting him to say Mary Elizabeth proved very tricky. So we just decided to go by my initial. M-E, and I've been M-E for, like she said, 10, almost 10 and a half years now. And I forget in professional environments, I just call her M-E, but really she's Mary Elizabeth. So I'm a woman of many names. Met Gala, maybe your favorite fashion day of the year, dare I say? I mean, yes, it can be. I've seen it go awry. I've seen it disappoint. The same way, you know, I've seen Oscars disappoint. I mean, I think, listen, when there's that much buildup to any event, there's going to be years where it's... Stronger than others. Meet the expectation or under deliver. Yeah. Totally. And also the theme varies. So I think sometimes people interpret the theme quite literally. Sometimes they go way back in time to sort of do a little tongue in cheek nod. And sometimes they don't care at all that there is a theme and they just want to look. Right. You know, like their beautiful selves. So, and then sometimes people arrive as a cat. Yes. Sometimes people (laughs) do arrive as a cat. We'll get into that. So, how did you spend your Met Gala this year, (laughs) Rachel Zoe? Well, I spent it getting ready and watching carpet while getting ready for co hosting, doing a special Met Gala episode talking about all things Met for e news. And it's really fun. It was really fun, actually. It was like our own little Met Ball on the West Coast. It It is. What what were we calling it? We were calling like... Met Ball West. Met Ball West. Yeah, it was very fun. (laughs) I might just start a Met Ball on the West Coast. I feel like you should. Or some sort of viewing, commentating. I I could totally do a Met Ball viewing party. There's definitely like a strategic (laughs) content plan I'm running through my brain right now. Jen Meyer used to do an Oscar viewing party and that was really fun. We used to just kind of like all be super cash and she would have the best food and we would just all, like a fun group of us would watch at her house. Yes. But you did a great job on E! News. It was a great panel. And making that sort of television, for people that don't necessarily understand how that works, the carpet is still going on (laughs) as Rachel and the Mm -hmm. panelists are filming and building out the E! News special. So it's a very fun, fast-paced way to shoot because... They're looking at producers and we're, you know, throwing out the names of designers. And, and then we were all makeup <laughs> artists and hairstylists. We, we were and, also trying to figure out like, are they real bangs? Wait, is she really platinum blonde? Wait, is it a wig? Or like, wait, JLo's not there yet. Wait, we picked our best dress before half the people arrived. So we can't. I know. It's a fascinating, fast-paced way to shoot TV, but it was really fun. So yeah. that's how you spent your Met Gala. Mm-hmm. But I think to set the stage for listeners who might not know as much about the Met Gala, it would be helpful for you to just talk about it in general, what it is, what it's benefiting, and just sort of how the environment feels. You have been to the Met Gala more than once. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's fun for you to sort of set the stage of what the event is about and what it's like to actually be on those stairs. Yes, I've been working on the Met for most of my career, working, you know, collaborating with designers and working with various clients for the Met Ball. It is really chaired by Anna Wintour. I don't think there's anyone who hasn't heard of Anna Wintour, and unless you live on Mars, but 
this is really Anna's ball for the Costume Institute at the Met, at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. If you have not heard of it, you must go. I've been to some of the most extraordinary exhibits there. But this is an annual event. It is extremely expensive. It is invite only. And the tickets are, I believe, $50,000 per ticket. Wow. (laughs) I feel like that's risen in price over the years. Yes, it it has. Like everything else, right? But yes. Fashion inflation. (laughs) Fashion inflation. It is a very coveted ticket. And I have been several times, actually. And it is very fun. Different designers are honored each year and there is a theme and the themes really vary. I mean, there has been medieval themes. There has been camp themes. You know, this year it's paying homage to Karl Lagerfeld, who is, in my opinion, I would say the greatest designer of all time. Sure. The most prolific to watch him work, to watch him. I mean, having seen his work for my entire career and the amount that he can regurgitate in a day of his genius and his scratch paper is something of like dreams. I mean, his chicken scratch is couture. I mean, it's like he was this genius and he passed away, I want to say 2019. And he also designed for Chloe prior to Chanel, which he really spent most of his career designing for creative directing for. And simultaneously, he also designed for Fendi. And As I, if he didn't have enough on yeah, his plate I, at Chanel. It's, it's he, unreal. It's yeah, unreal. He's also and, working at the house of Fendi. Yeah. And he did couture and ready to wear. He did multiple collections a year. He, of all the houses that I've worked with, the design houses that I've worked with, it is the most, in a good way, controlling of the brand and the image and every move that anyone makes in their brand who represents their brand, how they wear the brand. Carl also was a photographer and he shot almost all of like the campaigns. He shot right. magazines. He just, because it's like he didn't have enough to do. He could do it all. He seriously. could do it all. Yeah. So this was really a tribute to Carl and the theme was a line of beauty. So I think that was left to interpret by all the glamorous women and men yes. that attended. So should we get right into it? Should Let's we jump into some of your favorites? That's your little brief two-minute history, although I could give you 10 hours. I mean, yeah. we could. She could do a 10-hour podcast probably on just <laughs> setting up the actual carpet. But I'd also like to clear something up. There's like rumor that I'm banned yeah, from the Met. I'm so glad you brought that up. I feel like every year it happens, there's some sort of story I see about how you've been banned. I don't think that I'm banned because I've actually been twice since I was banned. (laughs) So I don't think that I'm banned. I don't want to, I can't really confirm or deny that, but I'm pretty sure I'm not banned because since I've been told that I was banned by media, Uh I've been twice. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) Fake news. There you go. You heard it here first. So a lady that definitely needs no introduction, certainly in fashion and in style in general, but I mean, even more so at the Met Gala, she's just a staple, is J-Lo. I don't even know what to say because I can't... J-Lo, it's like what I always say. She was airbrushed by God. I don't understand. She literally... So Rob and Marielle style her and she just looks flawless all the time. Whether she's on the Today Show, whether she's literally walking down the street or at the mat ball on the steps. And she walks up those steps like 
she owns the Met because, you know, I mean, I guess in a way she's kind of really owning those steps at this point. But I mean, it's like her body. She shows it in the appropriate way. (laughs) She knows what works. She knows exactly how to stand for as awful as I am on a carpet. She is epic on a carpet. Like she doesn't give weird face. I've never seen a weird expression on her face on a carpet. She just perfect. It's custom Ralph Lauren. It's flawless. I thought actually that it was white, but it's like a very pale blush. It's so stunning. And it's black and it's open and it's halter and it's a train and it's modern. The way the two-part train sort of laid down the staircase. And the gloves. It's just like drama and elegance. It's elegance, but that's the thing. It's like, it's drama, but it's elegance. And I don't know that so many people can do that as well as she can. That's the thing about J-Lo. I feel like even though there's a lot of skin, there's just like, there's shoulders and midriff and all of those things showing, there's something about J-Lo where we see her skin and yet it is still so elegant and chic. Yep, I agree. It's just never, because you know how I am with like the overt... everything out for the world to see. And that does work for some people. It's not my personal preference, but I think on Jennifer Lopez, it just works. And what do you think about the Philip Tracy? I love it. It's flawless. It's just... I love a Philip Tracy moment and I just love it with this because it's not that Chanel. I mean, I guess it's very like... I think it's probably very early, like Coco Chanel, early, early Carl Chanel. But I mean, maybe, I mean, I've probably seen it in his couture shows multiple times, head head pieces and the like. But I mean, I think this is, it just kind of like made it even more perfect. Yes, it did. (laughs) The perfect top, (laughs) literally, figuratively to the look. Okay, so going from J-Lo's beautiful velvet train on the stairs and it's a lady and it's all these things. We have to talk about Kendall Jenner because I can't now it's like rock hot cool girl. I can't. And this incredible. I mean, leotard with the epic sleeves, with the boots. It's just incredible Marc Jacobs. I struggle with who I want to come back as in my next life. Like, is it Kendall? Is it Gigi? Is it Kaya? Like, am I Kaya? And I want to throw on like an Ezzedine Alaya and like lip balm <laughs> and walk out the door or do I want to be Kendall and wear like Marc Jacobs stilts and like a leotard, a sequin leotard with a call. Like this whole thing. And I have to say that Kendall has for me really blown my mind at every Met Gala. Like yes. she is someone that I have to say I look forward to the most because it's just, she really takes it to a new place of being epically beautiful, somehow tasteful, right? Because you would look at this yeah. and go, who on earth could wear this? But she does. She she pulls it off. She does. And Mark, a very old and dear friend of mine, is a mastermind of monstrous proportions. I don't even know what to say. Mark's, I'd love to spend a day in Mark's head. Sure. Even five minutes. But this collaboration with Mark and Kendall, like it really has Mark's name all over it, but I love how he did Mark does Karl Lagerfeld. Exactly. Right? Like it's like the it's sleeves and the leotard. Collab. And the and the platforms and the... I love the pony. Okay, this hair. I so love the earrings. When I saw the, the hair, 
I was like, that's got Jen Atkin written all over it. But I wasn't sure if Jen did it. And sure enough, she did because that's their tradition. And it's flawless. It's literally the perfect hair for it. It's like this high, gorgeous, like 60s pony or 90s pony. Mary Phillips, who is probably one of my favorite makeup artists out there. She, I just love her makeup every single time. Mary Phillips is brilliant and everything just works. It just works. Everything about it works. I don't even know what to say. Kendall's glam year over year at the Mm -hmm. Met is always perfect. And I always say, brides... Use this as your wedding glam. Yes, I remember one year my little sister was getting married. I pulled the photo. I was like, this has to be your wedding glam. It's just fresh, clean, beautiful. Agreed. Flawless. Agreed. So staying in it girl world. Yes. We can't not talk about one of your faves, Miss Gigi Hadid. I love her. She just looked so... Just perfect. Cool. Yes. And fun. Yep. And I mean the body. So this is Good Lord. This is Custom Givenchy by Matthew Williams. Um, I'm fully obsessed with it. I love how hard edged this look is, but because Gigi's just so naturally soft, I love when she goes harder because it works. It's never like too much and too costumey. And this is such a Carl look. And Gigi was very close to Carl, as was Kendall. And I love the makeup. I think Patrick Todd did the makeup. I'm obsessed. Mimi Cottrell styled it. And it's just, it's perfect. Like, I just love it. Like, I just, I love how sheer it is. I love how she's showing skin, but not too much. And it's still cool. And because she's like young and can do it, she does it, but in a tasteful way. You know, I just loved this. And it screamed Chanel to me. And I love how these designers really just paid such a perfect tribute to Carl in their own way. And I love the gloves. Like Me too. So many gloves, obviously. That That was such a calling card for uh, Carl's personal style. So I just love that we saw a lot of people playing with that and incorporating that into their overall looks. It's so fun. Another lovely lady that you and I both Mm -hmm. were pretty blown away by a newcomer, Sydney Sweeney. (gasps) She looked Um, gorgeous. She literally looked like a doll, a beautiful doll. She did. And I mean, I think a lot of people had opinions about the bow and the hair. I loved it. I, I thought she pulled it off. I loved it. I actually thought that's what made it closer to Karl Lagerfeld. Like, I think it sort of like, he's known for the big black bow, right? He's known right. for the big black bow. It was Mew Mew. And I also haven't seen Sydney Sweeney like this. So I thought it was sort of like, I loved her blonde, big 90s blowout, which we saw a lot of on the carpet because that was his thing. And you know, for anyone who doesn't know, Carl's like one of his biggest sort of moments in in the world really was when the biggest supermodels of our time, like Cindy Crawford and Claudia Schiffer and Christy Turlington and all of these incredible supermodels of the 90s came out um, as his muses and were just so known for that. And so Sydney Sweeney, I think a lot of people did this big, like sort of gorgeous 90s blowout. Margot Robbie did it, but I loved the bow. I thought that's kind of what tied it all together. Otherwise she'd look like she's just wearing a pretty pink gown with a bow. Right. You know? Right. And the gown actually had like a black yep. bow lower too. So yep. I just feel like it all worked And very really simple beautiful. makeup. And very yes. simple makeup, Clean, which I loved. Yeah, pretty. Mm-hmm. Speaking of supermodel, <laughs> Miss Giselle, because you have a fun story about the gown that she wore. I do. But I just think she 
knocked it out of the park God. in this. If you ask me Chanel. what I would have worn that was at the Met, this is what I would have worn. I mean, the feather cape, the dress with like sort of these slats really of white sequins on tulle. So this gown, I believe, was 2007 or 2009. So Giselle, I can tell you, looks like she did 20 years ago. I am obsessed with how she rolled onto the carpet as only Giselle can in this way where it looks like she washed her hair, let it air dry, threw on a little bit of moisturizer, maybe some mascara and a you know, little lip tint maybe, fresh face, threw on... A, a gorgeous vintage couture, archival couture Chanel gown and cape and just went to the mat with a huge smile, twirling around. And she just looked, in my opinion, flawless and fun and happy and healthy and dewy and all the things that Giselle is. Glowing. Really, glowing. But really this, glowing. this dress, when, when I saw it, I was like, I love that. Wait, I know that dress. And I remembered very clearly that I had that dress in a fitting for Cameron Diaz that year. It was a new, so, it was a new couture gown. So fun. Yes. So, so insider. So insider. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I saw a lot of looks on the carpet and at the after parties that I saw the first time around. And that was incredibly cool. I have that is to so say. Fun. That is so fun. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! 
and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Entrepreneurs know some of the most challenging times when starting a business are at the beginning. At Genesis, they've harnessed all that beginning excitement into the award-winning GV70. And with the first ever electrified GV70, you get all that stunning design and innovative tech in an electric vehicle. The electrified GV70 features the silhouette of a coupe and the capability of an SUV. The exclusive G-Matrix grille stylishly hides the charging port. Inside, discover a driver-oriented cockpit featuring fingerprint recognition, available Napa leather, and premium navigation with a 14.5-inch HD screen. Engage boost mode for an exhilarating 483 horsepower. And when it's time to charge, DC fast charging will give you up to 80% charge in minutes. Your Genesis electrified GV70 is waiting for you. What will you begin? Learn more at genesis.com. Genesis, keep beginning. Naomi's gown. We did see a lot of white bridal looks. Yes. And you explained this really well when you were on your E! News special. But will you share with followers why we saw a lot of white and a lot of bridal-specific looks this year? So Carl always closed his show, Ready to Wear and Couture, with a bride, with a Chanel bride. And, And it didn't mean that they were in a traditional bridal gown. Like sometimes they came out in like a tweed, a white tweed mini dress, you know, but always very Chanel. But, you know, sometimes it was a mini, sometimes it was short, sometimes it was a coat dress, sometimes it was a full on gown and a veil, but it was always just very true to Carl. It was his thing, you know, and a lot of designers and their shows with their version of a bride, but you know, you don't see it as much anymore, but it was, it was definitely a Carl thing for sure. It's such a cool, fun, like tradition about was fun. the way he liked to present a collection. So speaking about bridal looks, I think we it would be remiss to not talk about Rihanna and how epic on so many levels her Valentino was. I mean, yeah, she was late. She was very late as Rihanna can be yes. and rolling at 9.55 right. to the Met. And, you know, I mean, I think Rihanna can pretty much do whatever she wants at this point. I am obsessed. It was, listen, it was a version of a bridal gown. I mean, but you could say one could argue any white gown is a bridal gown. But I think what's so beautiful, she's obviously pregnant. And I just loved the architectural flowers. They were probably camellias as a nod to Chanel. But Pierre Apollo, who's the creative director for Valentino, it was his version. It was his his nod to Carl. And it it was a piece of art. Honestly, it was was. actually art on the steps. And it was Valentino does Chanel, which was Perfect. On Rihanna, while pregnant. So there you go. I mean, yeah. Riri can do whatever Riri wants to do. It was the perfect marriage. Nicole Kidman. She was heaven. I thought Nicole was true heaven. She was so ethereal and beautiful and light. And, you know, she wore the Chanel Couture blush gown that she wore almost exactly 20 years ago in 2004, when she was in that very famous Baz Luhrmann-directed Chanel Number no. 5 commercial uh, around the time of Moulin Rouge. You remember that. it? It so was incredible. well, because yep. it was a ad for fragrance mm-hmm. that felt like a film, yes. obviously, because yep. it's Baz Luhrmann, but incredible. And I remember she's like running through 
like the streets of Paris. Isn't that wild? It was 19 years ago. That was 19 years ago. Wow. But she's not age ourselves. No, and she's also like, (laughs) she's such a star, honestly. Yeah, she looks great. And Keith Urban is always like- so sweet. There, he's looking very dapper. He wore tails. I know, he's so handsome and they're so cute and they're so in love and- he dodes on her. It kind of reminded me of that Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds moment last year when yes. like when the husband stands there in complete awe, like I cannot believe what they look like right now, like what my wife looks like. It's great. Yes. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Love One her. of the co-chairs yes. this year. Yep. What are your thoughts? So uh, I am obsessed with this because this was a very famous ball gown, very traditional stunning, but very Chanel still with the trim and the tweed and the whole thing. And it was originally worn by Claudia Schiffer, Mm. I believe in 1992, I want to say. And, you know, here it is in life again, resurrected. And it's absolutely magnificent on her. I also love the necklace. Oh, it's I mean, this. Who, who wouldn't love the it's, giant it's, diamond necklace that it's she's the diamond wearing. of the ocean? Yeah, it really is. Um, so it's Tiffany, and there it's the new Tiffany, and it's magnificent. The only thing I would say here, just as a stylist, I mean, I personally would have lived for a bit of a harder edge neck moment. I would have loved like layers and layers of Chanel on her neck, right? And maybe some gloves here, just to kind of like, you know. Costume it, it up a, a little new era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. But again, the necklace is stunning. The dress is stunning. Dilip is stunning. So, like, but I have to say, her after party look gave me oh, life. Her after party look is really cool. If you have not seen it, find it. Get on social media and look at it because oh. it's really fun and really cool. And I want to give a shout out to my friends, uh, Seth and Gerard, the founders of What Goes Around Comes Around because Helena Christensen hosted an exhibition of vintage Chanel two days before the Met. Oh, wow. Because they have amassed quite a collection and a lot of the girls wore their vintage Chanel jewelry and clothing from their archives at What Goes Around Comes Around in New York City. So That's amazing. Yeah. What a resource for the Met Gala this year. (laughs) If you want to dig into some vintage Chanel, Naomi Campbell. So she is superhuman. She is. This is why they call them supermodels because they live on (laughs) forever and ever in this surreal beauty of being genetically blessed. Naomi is stunning in a vintage Chanel couture, beautiful like blush pink, completely embroidered embellished. Uh, it's absolutely magnificent. She was perfect. She also, again, like looked very effortless. I want to say this is a 2010 or 2011 Chanel couture, it's but so stunning. Beautiful. It's Just stunning. The way it's built, how it lays on her body. I mean, she's it's like, like you <laughs> genetically blessed and that's why she's one of the supers, but yeah, she just, and the long hair yep. center part, Flawless. I mean, just effortless. 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 Incredible. Well, we would be remiss not to bring up one of the more outside-of-the-box looks for the evening, which is Miss Doja Cat. Yes. Which you had a little window into slightly (laughs) before the carpet. So tell us that story. So Doja Cat... You know, she obviously did prosthetics, right? Which, you know, kudos for that because that's not an easy thing to actually sit through. And it can't be very comfortable, I have to say. But she 
really was in a piece of art. Right. So Fernando and Laura, the design duo behind Oscar de la Renta, custom created this couture, fully beaded, embellished. I mean, it's literally magnificent right into cat ears that just blended seamlessly. And she just really took it there. And as I said, like many people really take it quite literally. Um, and this is a couture yeah, cat. It is. And why a cat? You want to tell Oh, us? sorry. Yes. I, I failed to mention <laughs> the very important part because I was so lost in the gown. But so Karl Lagerfeld had a very famous cat. And if you knew Carl, you knew the cat. And the cat was named Choupette. And Doja Cat is really at the Met Ball as a couture Choupette cat. <laughs> we, we saw a lot of cats. Yes. I mean... <laughs> Our buddy Little Nas X sort of did a, a take of. on a cat with his crystallized, his entire body, <laughs> kind including of the whiskers, <laughs> the everything. And then, I mean, Jared Leto made quite an entrance this year <laughs> yes. as an actual cat. furry costumed cat that he that was changed. taking it a little too far. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you think about that? Is that I, is that too? Listen, I'm I'm never one to let go of all the glamour. You know, I think a nod, but keep it glamorous, right? But I think there was a lot that that didn't get talked about because they didn't get seen enough. You know, they didn't come in time or whatever. I thought Margot Robbie was simply just gorgeous, like modern 90s, beautiful. She wore a dress literally worn by Cindy Crawford in the 90s. Absolutely beautiful. I loved Karen Elson looked stunning. Yes. In a custom Christian Siriano floral tulle. I mean, it was really a work of art and she just wore it beautifully. And when it went up those steps, oh my God, it was amazing. Well, it's safe to say you could do a recap for three Days. plus hours yes, for sure. on all of the incredible fashion. <laughs> but I want to do a little like speed round with you to close it out okay. to see what you think. Okay. So who was your best dressed man on the carpet? If you have one. Best dressed man. I actually thought Brooklyn Beckham looked great. He always looks good. I thought he, he looked... Honestly, I've known Brooklyn since he was a little boy. And he is such a young gentlemen, you know, and I think he and Nicola married now for a year are such a beautiful couple, but Brooklyn just really looked, he just looked like a very elegant man, young man going to the Met. And I feel like he did it perfectly. Like I loved, he wore like cool jewelry. He was in all black. Like it looked like he was going to a Chanel show, right? you know, like he could have been going to have dinner with Carl quite perfectly. You know? Love that. They were also, honestly, one of my favorite dressed couples, actually. Yes, they looked really good together. Nicola was I mean, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful people. So yes. they look good anywhere, but they really shined on Monday. I and their so. after party looks were epic as well. So... Yeah, so many great after... If you guys haven't looked at after party looks, yes. do yourself a favor. It's really fun. I do want to say one thing. One thing that Carl was very known for besides gloves was a fan. And barely anybody was holding a fan. And that really bummed me out. Oh, that's a <laughs> great point. There was not, okay, take away, not enough fans. Uh-huh. Okay, what's one dress you would like take off of someone's body and wear tomorrow? Just one. For me personally, I think Giselle's whole look, for me personally. Yeah. Right? I think there's many that I loved, you know, 
like JLo, like, you know, I, I loved Florence Pugh. She was amazing. Oh, and yeah, Valentino. So cool. Yeah. That was gorgeous. So there was stunning moments. But I think for me personally, with the cape and the feathers and the thing, I think that... It just hit the mark. Yeah. I think it, it would have been Giselle or Gigi or, yeah, you know. Totally. Amanda Seyfried, though, we should talk about Amanda. Yes. I was going to say, if there's one glam look yes, that you're going to for sure. want to emulate... At your next event. I'm pretty sure I'm going to wear it tomorrow. I'm, I'm pretty sure it the hair, be... I'm not that far right now from. Yeah. <laughs> but Amanda Seyfried, Renato Campora did the hair. I'm blanking on the makeup, but it's absolutely it's stunning. Her perfect. hair and makeup, that hair, it, you know, that hair is like this sort of 30s nod, but it's also like a you know, Studio 54 I, nod. I it's that say, dream it's hair. Like disco. Yep. Disco hair. It's so fun. And she's in a custom Oscar de la Renta gold beaded drapey gorgeous mini dress. And I just, she's giving me like Edie Sedgwick vibes and, you know, I love that. Kate Moss. Kate oh, Moss. Kate, Kate Moss. Kate the Moss. legend that is Kate Moss. Kate Moss in Fendi by Stephen Jones. And she looked stunning. Absolutely stunning. And Kate obviously was very close with Carl. So Miranda Kerr. Mm-hmm. I love her. She looks like a princess yes. in Dior. Yes. Question though, mm-hmm. looking at her glam, mm-hmm. you have a story about a lip. <laughs> On the Met carpet, oh my God. that as maybe <laughs> as deep and as dark as the lip as she did here. Yes. Would you do it again? No, not for me. Not for you. But on okay. Miranda, she's Miranda and can literally do anything. And Miranda looks, as you said, like a princess. But I do love that she was wearing this gorgeous, you know, pearl encrusted. Again, lots of nods to pearls for Carl, for Chanel. Um, Miranda looks absolutely like a princess. But I think what she wanted to do was sort of say, okay, this is a gorgeous princess dress, but I'm going to do sort of a a tousled top knot and some much more vampy makeup and give that sort of Chanel red lip, which not that many people did. And I was very surprised. Give it a little edge. Yeah. So I think she was trying to sort of juxtapose her princess moment. Wow. But I I think she's just a princess. Like, I think Miranda just looks like a princess. She should be our princess for sure. Yeah. Not that anyone asked, but my favorite was Jessica Chastain. (laughs) I thought she just looked so different, so cool. Some people didn't like the shades. I loved the sunglasses. I loved them. As a nod to Carl. Loved the platinum wig. It was a wig. She's back to her beautiful red hair color. She posted about that, which I thought was funny. But I loved it. I thought the necklace was cool. The gown was amazing. Mm -hmm. I just thought she did it. She leaned into the theme in a way that was fun and playful, but it didn't go too far. I agree. I think Jessica Chastain, I loved her. I thought, you know, it's... So here's a funny story about that. So again, this just regurgitates from my fashion brain, not because you asked, but remember when we were watching Jessica and I said, oh my God, I remember the dress that she's wearing because Gucci designed her dress and as a nod to a, a famous Chanel dress, right? Right. And then, and I loved her platinum hair and I loved the gloves. I loved the whole thing Jessica did because as you said, I love that she gave this huge nod to Karl Lagerfeld, but not in such a costumey way that it looked inappropriate. I thought she looked amazing. And I loved her platinum, by the way. I know. Um, Maybe she should I do did. that. I loved it. But what's interesting is Tori Birch. 
actually wore that dress that I was referencing to the Met. This year? Yes. Tori wow. Birch is wearing the vintage Chanel dress that I was referring to. That Gucci created <laughs> for Jessica. Correct. For the Met. Wow. So take a look. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys are going to have to look that Camilla up. Camilla Marone. Stunning. Stunning. Absolutely stunning, stunning, stunning. And she was wearing Rodarte. Yes. She was wearing Rodarte. I loved it. I think Camilla is doing this very sort of classic, beautiful, because she's so strikingly beautiful. And I think with her less is more. Yes. You know, because I don't think you ever want to put too much on that gorgeous face. And, you know, I think she really knows what to do with her body and her face. And she's just so beautiful and she's so talented. And, you know, I just love this. I think it wasn't overpowering. It was the perfect nod. I love the Rodarte girls. I love what they did. I think it's stunning. We could talk for hours, but I know we can't. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for indulging us in some Met Gala recap. Thanks everyone so much for listening to the podcast this week. Fashion is and always will be my first love. I will forever be obsessed with talking about it. So I'm sorry if I couldn't stop, but... Here we are. I hope you loved this episode as much as I love doing it. I want to thank Mary Elizabeth for being my co-pilot. And if you want more Climbing in Heels content, follow me on at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels pod on Instagram for more updates on upcoming guests, episodes, and all things Curator. I will see you all next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.